before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A new world order. It is season five, episode ten. Uh, Plowing away for this year. It is uh, Saturday, the twenty-second of April, and funnily enough, eleven eleven a.m. Not wearing my eleven eleven shirt, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Anyway, um, Ethan unavailable for this one. He's away, so uh, Andy, we've switched roles. Andy's usually the one that's away, but he's joining me for this episode for a bit of a chin wag. How you going, brother? Thanks for coming on. I'm good, thanks, General. Yeah, yeah, I'll be. I should be. I should be around probably the next few months. So um, yeah, everything should be mission normal. Yeah, awesome. But, um, yeah, everything's going really, really good. Um, yeah. Um, Do you have flying today, or is it tomorrow? And, uh, you going? Yeah, I went. I went flying this morning. Um, good day for it. It was good, actually. Yeah, yeah. The winds picked up a lot, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It was at least at least there wasn't any rain or, or terribly low cloud or anything. So, so no, it was it was great. Yeah, always good. Nice. Geez, you'd have a few hours up by now, mate. Surely. You'd be right up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, about 112, I think, at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Actually, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That's more so, than my um, daughter has while she's learning to drive. <laughs> she's, try- <laughs> she's trying to get her hours up to 100 hours so she can get her fucking P plates, but she, she just, we just haven't been able to get the yeah. hours up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, well, just tell her to keep at it. Yeah, keep yeah. At it. that's all you can do with, with all of these things. You know? Yeah, but, like she's um, good. She she can drive, uh, but yeah, she uh, just haven't had a lot of driving time, unfortunately. But that's all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she'll get there. Yeah, that's no, kind yeah. of yeah. Um, yeah. Beautiful day today. Good day for, like I said, for go for a fly. But um, you're back on Earth now, mate. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have a ch- bit of a chat about some some shit that's going down and. Um, like I said, yeah. Ethan, Ethan's not here; he's away. But um, we got a bit of news on the the uh, Tot News Ethan front as well, which we'll bring up a little bit later. Um, but yeah, otherwise uh, things are going pretty good. Um, tell you what, though, it is like the the time of year. This sort of late April, May for me, and even start of June is like when all my all the bills come in on my house. Man, like I've literally sitting next to me here. I've got about $3,200 worth of bills that need to be paid as like regos and rates and insurance and oh man it's oh crazy eh? it's full on it's just this time of year every year so I try and put money away and save for it and 
all that sort of shit. But it's just crazy, man. It just always hits me this time of year. It's pretty hard. But um, yeah, it's just um, I was I got my insurance bill for my. How's this right? I have a bit of a whinge before we get into the <laughs> the details of the show, but. I got the unload, I get, unload. Yeah, unload. I got the bill from NRMA, right? Because I've got NRMA insurance. And I've got like actually got fucking like six policies with them at the moment. Anyway, like house, cars, all that sort of shit, trailer, and um, I get the bill for my 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 you my work you, and it's two hundred dollars more than what it was last year. And I'm like, so it was like last year was just over eight hundred insurance, which is still expensive. And then it comes in and it's like a thousand dollars and sixty. And I'm like, what the hell? What is going? Why is it two hundred dollars more than it was last year? They're like, that's that's insane. Like, I'm thinking, maybe maybe five twenty percent, or, or not even maybe ten percent at best. You know, but it's yeah, you're right. It was like yeah, yeah. fucking twenty percent more. It's just crazy. So I rang them up, yeah. as you do to blow up and shit, thinking that you know they'll cave and they'll knock a bit off and stuff, right? How's this? So I ring up, no and I'm. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what they say on the radio. You know, these big wigs, they're like, yeah, you, know, you got to shop around. There's no loyalty among them. I'm like, yeah, I know that. That's fair enough. Like, you know, they'll just keep stinging you and stinging you until you actually tell them you're going to leave. And then they'll, you know, they'll do your deal sort of thing. So I figured that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So I get on the phone and I'm like, I'm like, mate, what's going on here? It said $200 increase from last year. Nothing's changed. You know, there's... It's the same vehicle. It's looked up, blah blah blah, and uh, he couldn't he couldn't really tell me too much into reason why it went up. He did allude to it, which I'll tell you in a second of, of why it possibly has gone up. But I said, mate, it's not good enough. I said, I've got I've got six policies with you guys. I said, basically, if you don't help me out of this, man, I'm, I'm taking all of them elsewhere, you know. And he's on an hour, and he goes, oh, I'll come back in a second. And he's obviously yeah, put me on hold, speaking to whoever. Comes back. Oh, sir, we're, we'll give you this one-time deal. We're, uh, we'll knock $30 off the price. <laughs> and I, I went, th- th- $30. And he's like, yes, sir. And I went, you'll have it all. This, is this, am I on like some sort of joke call or something, mate? I said, this is, you're having a laugh at me. I said, you're kidding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take 20% and give you back 3%. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I went like, mate, that's ridiculous. I said, you, that there's no reason. Like that, that's not good enough. I said, basically, I said, have another think about it, mate. Go and talk to whoever you got to talk to. I said, but that's not good enough. I said, I'm I'm going to take all of my six policies and go somewhere else if you don't help me out on this. And then he's like, I'm sorry, sir. That's that's the best we can do. I went, oh well, no worries. Well, I'm going to shop around. You just lost a customer, mate. So I'm like, that's fuck, really? Shit. Like, yeah. I said, like, I'm going to take all all my policies. You know, like. And I'm thinking, like, that's 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 a fair bit of money you know, over a year. Six policies, one company. Uh, yeah. That's you know, I've been with them for quite a long time. I'm like, well, fuck them. So yeah, doing the shop around. I've already got another one. It's it's a, I've got a bit basically back down to where it was last year, just over or just on eight hundred bucks or something, you know, with another company. So I'm like, and it's and it's a different underwriter. Like you know how they're all like, there's like you know, a billion insurance companies, and there's like three underwriters for all of them. So. You know, like yeah, Allianz yeah, yeah. is one, Auto in general is the other one, and there's like one more major underwriter um, that actually, I mean, right. and in the long run, they're probably all, all fucking owned by BlackRock and Vanguard anyway, but, um, you know, undoubtedly, of course. But I figured, well, I'll try and at least go with another underwriter so it's they're not getting the money, it's someone else that's getting the money, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I've done that anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm going to start doing that with all of them. Like, even my Indies car... The Suzuki, it's all it's all under my name, but yeah, it's sort of her car, and she's listed as a driver. Like that was like six hundred bucks when I did it. 
I've already got a quote for, for $400 for, you know, for, with this other company. So they'll be changing that one over. Um, and gradually I'll just start moving yeah. them all across to another company and get rid of them because that's fucked. I can't believe that. And someone was saying that they yeah. did something similar and then the insurance company rang them back and said, oh, we've noticed that you've um, signed up with someone else. If you come back, we'll knock this much off, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> I can't, and if they, I can't, yeah. I kind of want them to. So I could just be like, Mate, I gave you a chance. I rang you, and you and you laughed at me. So I'm gonna, yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's what it's like. Uh, this is what's like in my household this month, man. It's Bill Central. It's fucking. It's not not stressful. Like I've I've got it managed. I've worked out what to do and what to save yeah. and when and stuff. But yeah, it's just yeah, everything just starts starts leaving the bank account and it goes right back down again. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose this time of the year too, work will start slowing down for it, you right it does yeah so you well mainly um well normally actually about now it's already fairly slow but to be honest i mate the week i just had was was up there with the middle of summer i'm like oh man i'm just like it was really yeah. it was really busy so um I, I imagine the following couple of weeks will be probably start to dwindle a bit uh, but anyway that's just yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a win, I have a, I have, from me i have a i have a theory about you and your business there oh far away that you're such a good bloke and such a such a thorough like such a good job that you probably picked up a lot more clients to, to like get you through the, the winter period, mate. So you'll be fine. Mate, well, to be honest, that is what I actually started to do about probably two to three years ago. Like I, I used to go flog myself silly in summer and then in the winter I'll be like looking forward to the bit of the downtime in the slower turn anyway, just to sort of recoup a bit. But I always felt it a bit more in the hip pocket. So I, I, I did eventually start taking on a couple more clients just to fill those gaps. And um, yeah. and then and then I've kept them into summer, which means in summer I was even extra busier because I've had these extra yeah, ones on yeah. board. And they're like, they're not leaving me. They, they, they Once they get on, they're like, yeah, we finally found a good bloke. So, um, but yeah, pretty full on. Um, it's good. That's that's part of the, I think that's part of it too, Andy. I mean, not, not toot me own horn here, but I... I was chatting to one of my clients who she put me onto the neighbor and I was chatting to the, not, not the neighbor, I was chatting to the main client and she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, Margaret next door. She's always, she's always sending me text messages saying, oh, thank you so much for putting Lee onto me. He's, he, my garden's never looked as good as it ever has. And like, oh, and she's like saying all these really lovely things. I said, that's really nice. I said, it's so, so lovely to hear that. You know, it makes me feel good that I'm, I'm looking after her and doing a good job and stuff. And but she's like, she's like, yeah, she just loves you. You're so reliable. And I'm like, yeah. And because I hear these stories, Andy, like people will, like they get these guys to come around and do a quote and then they don't even send a quote through for various jobs or even gardeners or they, they'll turn up a couple of times throughout the year and, and it's sporadic. It's not regular. It's, and you know, they don't communicate. They, all of a sudden they're there one day and she's like, oh, well, you didn't even tell me you were coming, you know, like, oh, I didn't have any money for you and, you know, all this sort of thing. Like, this is what the, there's a lot of cowboys out there that run their business like this. And I'm like, I don't know how you can run a business like that. I'm like so methodical, you know, I'm so, I message them every time I'm coming the day before, giving plenty of notice, you know, like we've, yeah, like, and that's what people love. They're like, I'm like, they might think I'm a little bit more expensive than some of the guys. I'm like, well, I'll tell you why, because you're paying for reliability. I, I, I turn up when I say I'm going to turn up. And I do, I do it. I look after your place like I would look after it. it was my place, you know. So that's why I tell them, and, and that people love that shit. So yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> hey, and guess what? Adam, Adam from the Crabs Files, mate. Adam messaged me the other day. He goes, 
He goes, yeah, I've um, I've basically bought a uh, about a, like a uh, gardening business, got about nineteen clients. You know, bought it from some bloke, and I'm just going to get some new gear and stuff. But yeah, so he's actually starting to do that for some extra coin as well. So that's awesome <laughs> down there in Sydney. Wow. Yeah. That's I said, cool. Yeah, I said, mate, mate, it was the best thing I wow. ever did. I said, good on you. Good on you for getting out there. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to fucking lose the beer gut real quick. I'm like, yeah, you will, mate. You'll, <laughs> you'll sweat it out in no time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. drinking beer and, and, and work hard as a, as a gardener. Yeah. yeah man. You'll yeah. be ripped. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's good, eh? Hey? Right. So good on Adam for doing that. And uh, a lot of our listeners, of course, sorry, one second, I've got rubbish on the ground causing a bit of noise here envelope from one of the bills actually but anyway um yeah uh yeah a lot of our listeners um also listen to the Kras files as well too so um yeah big shout out to adam he's a friend of the show and a friend of ours as well we've known him for for a long time uh, all the best to him and everything he's doing um but yeah back into uh to the show we've got for today mate um what was i i had some notes here give me one second so that was right i was thinking about some one of my uh, one of our other listeners, um, Pete uh, Pete Veritas, he's a good bloke. He um, I follow him on Facebook and Insta and stuff, and he put up this thing the other day, something about how um, you know, like the Chinese spy balloon. All of a sudden, like we we'd never hear anything about any of that sort of stuff anymore about this spying. Uh, no more balloon talk. Like it's just how quickly that what that came and left the news cycle. I'm like, yeah, you're right. There's, then that's just not the only thing too. Like, what about um, the Ghislaine Maxwell, um, you know, Epstein stuff, fucking crickets, man, not hearing anything about that. Um, even to be honest, even the COVID stuff, right? All I'm hearing at the moment on actual, you know, radio and mainstream stuff is just about the boosters. It's all about get your booster. Yeah. Boosters now. Yeah. You got to get your booster for this flu season and, oh, get a flu shot as well. That That's all you're hearing. You don't hear anything about how... COVID cases are up or COVID this and make sure you wear a mask and uh, you must be vaccinated to do like there's, there's none of that anymore like it's isn't it funny how that's just all died down and it's all been wound back you know what I mean like there's there's zero, hardly any talk at all about this have you noticed the same thing no more no more narrative stories yeah I mean they're probably I don't know there's, there's some sort of psychology you know, behind all of this sort of thing that, that they would have worked out. And it's probably at the stage where the, um, like the heavy advertising now is probably the most, you know, effective marketing tool that they've got to carry this forward. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I definitely have noticed it. And, yeah, all of those other little scare campaigns like, you know, like the Chinese balloons and, and things have, and all of those interesting things have just sort of seemed to, yeah, you're right. It just seems to have dropped off. So mm. um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what we also just... haven't seen, Andy. Um, remember, it was about two months ago now when probably the most devastating earthquake that we've seen in a long time hit Turkey. I haven't seen anyone covering anything to do with like where they are now how the country's you know coping the rebuilding the cleaning up like no one in the mainstream is touching anything to do with turkey and their and their earthquake that they had isn't that weird i just find that strange as well like i remember back in the day when indonesia got hit with um you know the the 
um, earthquakes and fucking tidal waves and all sort of stuff. Like that was in the news cycle forever. And they were, you know, they were doing specials, oh, rebuilding Indonesia, all this sort of stuff. Nothing about Turkey, mate. Like nothing at all. Just crickets again. That's like, true. It was like it never happened. That's absolutely you know? true. <laughs> it was... Maybe it never did. What? <laughs> it makes you wonder, eh? Hey, is that a bit of a wag the dog moment? Did they just talk about an earthquake in some rural, you know, backwater town and, and and it never actually happened? But, I mean, obviously, it most likely did. But, um, yeah, just crazy how that... It's just like... To me, that's, that's still relevant news. You know what I mean? Like, these people have had been... Their entire world, half a country's been turned upside down by this thing. And nothing, no one talks about it. You know, I mean, let's have a quick search now. I'm just going to screen share here and just, we'll do this with uh, the members that are watching. I, I, I sort of, I don't know. I mean, you're more exposed to, you know, mainstream media than I am. I, I just have this absolute adversity to, <laughs> I know to you do. television. Or you're like allergic to it, yeah. <laughs> but I just, it really does make me feel sick. Um, but on my, like, you know, on my phone and that sort of thing there, it's the the kind of, like, things that are coming across are really juvenile, like, you know, like, like what the Kardashians are doing and all of this sort of stuff. Mm. I don't know. Is that is that where the the actual news media has sort of headed towards? It is like, very entertainment-focused, kind of... mate, that's for sure, because entertainment is obviously a big distraction. Um, it's either yeah. fear or entertainment. They're the, the two things that they push constantly to be honest there is nothing else in the news cycle other than fear well I mean you could put sport in there but sport's still entertainment but I would put that as entertainment anyway and you use sport to entertain the masses and distract them but yeah it's either fear or entertainment mate there there is no other news anywhere about anything pretty much (laughs) you know what I mean um, so just looking now here right the top hits so I've just I've just put in Turkey earthquake update right just to see what came up Recent news here from 13 hours ago, two days ago, and one day ago. One of them is tornado in Turkey, quake zone, leaves at least one dead. So just talking about a tornado that happened in the quake zone. Uh, that was from News 360, something or other. The Christian Post, Texas men build new homes for Turkey earthquake victims. Like, that's at least positive, but I mean, who's ever heard of the Christian Post? Uh, PBS. What the holy month means for Muslims in Turkey and Syria amid the earthquake destruction. Uh, that's probably the most relevant one, I guess, because obviously uh, Ramadan finishes like today or some shit or something like that um, for Muslims. Because my, my next door neighbor across the road, he's uh, uh, from Serbia. He's a Muslim from Serbia and he's invited us over for, you know, to have dinner with them t- this evening for um, to celebrate the end of Ramadan, I think. So that was very nice. So we're going to head over tonight for, for a feast. Um but yeah, that's that's the most relevant things. And here we go. The, the rest that's come up here is BBC from the 10th of February, like when it happened. Uh, ABC News, 20th of February, just after it happened. Again, New York Times, just after it happened. These are the most recent ones for mainstream media is when it happened, mate. Two months later, basically. Um, yeah, like that's... Oh, here we go. World, one, World Vision, of course. Well, they're doing work over there for relief stuff, but um, that was five days ago, but... Isn't that crazy? Like, no, the nothing from the yeah, mainstream sources nothing. are touching it. You know, are saying anything about it. I mean, that's that's even what you would put on for a positive spin in the news cycle to at least give people that that nice news thing. But like I said, the news cycle now. Let's have a quick look over. Let's punch in news. dot com. dot au. 
and just see what comes up here for uh, the front page, mate. And we'll show you what I was talking about with regards to the type of crap that they're putting out. Here we go. Why is it so small? Here we go. Oh, look at this. Here we go. Uh, stuff about the Royals. Big deal. Uh, like the top hits are things like Scraping the bottom fashion of the stuff. Leg. Again, model. It's entertainment. Elon Musk reveals what will kill us all. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Like fear there, you know. Um, yeah. Socialite mum in shocking child porn sting. More fear stuff. Bus driver slams brakes to teach kids a lesson. More fear and damage stuff. Like, here we This is the shit. Here we go. You know, pictures it's they all use. all low-level stuff. Though. It is. It's, it, all just, it, it, it's all just... It's, it's nothing all Woman's that means, Day magazine type correct. stuff. Exactly. It's it's nothing that has any relevance or any meaning in anyone's lives whatsoever, but that's what they're forcing down your throat. Yeah. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Like world news, entertainment, violence, uh, sporting, so entertainment, oh, transgender stuff, Viol- well, shot dead, so violence, which is fear. Boy shot dead. Violence, which is fear. Then that's the world news. Like, fuck me. Oh, it's no wonder we don't the, look at it, mate. You see the level there. Look, that's just, you know, I know. It's just, I can't. The frequency of this stuff, I just can't. Yeah. You know. I feel you, man. I just can't do it. I just, um, it's yeah. too much. And so, and, and it's let's. It's too low level. Let's, let's see what the alternative media has to show people, okay? So. Uh, tottnews.com that's a familiar website where have we heard that before <laughs> let's see what <laughs> Ethan's been putting up alright so here we go In, on the slider here Reserve Bank launches centralised digital currency program we've got no more delays Victorian lockdown class action lawsuit to be heard calls for National Human Rights Act to be introduced in Australia Woolworth surveillance creep continues across the country. GM fruit flies to be biofactories for fake meat production. That's that's in the scroller there. Now, um, devil's advocate here. Some of those things could you know be alarming and stuff, but to me that's relevant. Everything in that slider that he's got there is relevant news that means something to what's happening and what's coming up in our current society. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, like this is what we're dealing with. You've got to have alternative news because the mainstream garbage is literally that. It's garbage. It will tell you nothing about anything. Alternative media is where it's at, and that's why we have the listeners we have, and we thank them for listening and following the things we talk about and the things we write and produce because um, that's what they're after. They want to know what's really going on. They want to know what people think and how we uh, what, what we think about the current state of affairs in the world and all that sort of stuff and, and offer our thoughts and things on that sort of stuff. So... Um, yeah, not many people. Are, there are a few people. There's probably more and more people are actually out there doing it. But at the same time, Andy, you've probably noticed too, like the you know, people like, um, and I'm going to say it like that Maria Z from Z Media, um, and that American bloke she's always talking to, who does that other big podcast. Like a lot of that is very fear orientated. I would say too. There's not a lot of, you know, positive stuff in there or things that are really just. I would even class as real newsworthy, but it's very fear-based stuff on some of those alternative sites. So people need to be mindful. Yeah, there's probably some good information hidden in there, but the spin that those um, those big ones 
and some of those other websites put on is very fear orientated. So I think people just need to be mindful of that as well because, um, you know, it's, it's all about the state of mind, isn't it, Andy? You know, if you, if you go into that and you're, you're reading this fear stuff and you, you're going to walk away and you, the, your outlook for the rest of the day, well, you know, it's going to be rather negative and fear-based rather than, you know, positive and solution-based and, and just, you know, having that, that mindset of knowing what's going on in the world and wanting to talk about it and stuff rather than talking to someone in your neighbor or people you work with and talking about doomsday, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's all about that mindset, isn't it, Andy, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it is, it is, it is easy to get caught up in the depression of, of everything that's going on because, mm. you know, if you, if you're constantly looking at, at the directions, like from the mainstream point of view of society and everything, none of it's, none of it's particularly good, but there is a lot of good, there is a lot of good and a lot of good people, um, actively doing things, um, out there. You just got to, you just got to be aware of it, mm. and that's why I've been reiterating you know, that a lot this 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 uh, season, Andy. Is that is that exactly what you've just said? Is being like the, practicing that mindfulness, you know? Yeah. Be be mindful and be present into what you're looking at, doing, reading, seeing, watching, all that sort of stuff, and, and think about why you're seeing it and why you know and how you're feeling about it when you see it. Mindfulness about everything. Yeah, yeah, and you know what. Society is just a reflection of all of the people. So when you see, you know, a depressed society and and that sort of thing, it's just a reflection on where, as a group of people, you know, twenty eight million of us are at. You know, and if and if the politicians are all crap and and everything and the economy's you know being trashed and everything like that, that's collectively where we are all at. You know, so. I mean, the only way to like lift Australia out of out of this downward like spiral is is, is get positive and get motivated into collectively are raising our own vibration and doing and doing and talking about positive things. That's that's a start. Um, and getting getting our minds away from this garbage, this absolute trash, like. Um, you know the, the the sex and sin and and drugs and like you know the political environment and stuff like that. It's just it's terrible. It's mm. just it's just a ba- it's a backwards movement. So. Yeah, it is. It's negative. It's demotivational. Um, it, it's yeah. the it's the antithesis to what we really need to be doing with our own lives and stuff. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, just people need to remember how good it feels and the that you know the overwhelming feeling that you get when you have that, uh, when you've done something positive, you get that sense of accomplishment, you know, even if it's just simple things like doing something around the house or, you know, like even just, like I said, even just something simple like tidy, tidying up your house, tidying up your room, making the bed, just, you know, whatever needs to be done. And you, you, you look at it, you think, gee, it looks really good. I feel really good that I've done that. It, you know, you get that positive feeling of accomplishment because you've done something and it's only something simple like that. Well, you know, translate that to something bigger as well. You know, maybe, you think, oh, I could, maybe I should start talking about positive things and things people do. I can start teaching people. I can start a podcast and show people how to make a bed properly, how to do something so silly and small, whatever. But put it out there, you know. You're putting out positive stuff out there. You're putting out some good information and your people are going to help and, and they're going to re- resonate from that that same feeling of accomplishment and make just those good vibes, you know. Like it's you, you, can, you can put that positivity out there and make people realize that it's not all doom and gloom. 
And then you end up changing the entire mindset of yourself and, you know, your week gets better, your, your month gets better. When you put out that positive energy and positive things come back to you, mate, that's just how it is. It's it's not all doom and gloom all the time. So, yeah. 100%, man. Mm. You, you, what you get back is what you put out to the universe. And um, if you're putting out all sorts of doom and gloom and, and putting shit out to the world, then that's exactly how it's reflected back to you. So, Man, I've been, I've been coming back to uh, a lot of these old sayings lately, like, what in, in exactly what you're you're talking about right right then? What's the old saying? You reap what you sow. You know what I mean? If you're gonna yeah. go out there and sow positive vibes and positivity and, and you know think sense of accomplishment and helping people and stuff, mate, it's just gonna come back to you. It just does. You know, like is is yeah. a very a very small example, right? So one of my last jobs I had yesterday, uh, old Indian bloke. He's like 93 years old and he's still ticking. He's really healthy, you know. Um, he, he goes to me because he, he loves gardening does his own garden all I do is his hedges and his mowing and edging and stuff right he, he does all the rest of the gardening he's good at it too his garden's amazing still gets out there every day he loves it 93 years old you know if only I could be like him when I'm that age you know have a beautiful garden and get out sunshine and be healthy and stuff you know um, anyway he comes to me he goes oh he goes this he doesn't speak the best English but he can communicate he's quite good and I just he has a hearing aid too so you got to speak loudly you know He's like, oh, this tree, uh, I need, it's too high. It's too high. I can't, I can't cut. He goes, can, can you make lower? And it's only, it's only like a small topiary little thing, you know, but for him, it's too, it's too tall for him. You know, he wants to be able to trim the top and, you know, and cut it and make it look nice. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no worries. That's fine. All good, mate. It'll take me two seconds. You know, and literally like about a minute later, it was all, you know, lowered, tidy, cut. And, and he was like, oh, yes, that's really good. Thank you. Thank you. And then I finished the whole job and I'm just about walking out the gate, you know, I finished blowing it all down, making it all nice and tidy. He comes up to me with this bag and it's got a box of chocolates in it, you know? And I'm like, and he goes, here, here, here. I'm like, mate, that's, that's lovely. Thank you so much. So that you don't need to do that. That's okay. I, I don't, I don't need the chocolate. And you know, and he goes like, no, no, you, you have, thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, man, that's lovely. Thank you so much. You know, I shook his hand and. Like, I didn't expect anything for it. Like, I was happy to do it for him, you know what I mean? But f- I guess that's that sort of yeah. ca- karma thing. He's like, you've done something for me, so I'm going to do something for you, you know? Like, he's just making sure that, that um, the, the balance is there, you know? Um, that's why a lot of the times I like, I like, it's nice when people do nice things for you, but I I can't help but I want to do something nice back at the same time, or even if it's just a small gesture, yeah. so you can kind of <laughs> re. re- um, level out that balance of karma again, you know. But it's just just another example, you know. So I was more than happy to help him and do that little thing for him. And yeah, box of chocolates, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and not cheap ones. It was like a big box of lint chocolates too. Like, <laughs> anyway, who cares? Could have been a nice. present he didn't yeah. want or lying around the house, but whatever. Like he didn't have to do that. And he he felt he felt he had to, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, that's the sort of thing I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. Just little stuff. Great you know? story. Great story, general. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah, again, only something um, small, but it just goes to show you the little things like that matter to people and um, it can make a difference in their day and, you know, it has the roll-on effect, you know, so. And even just a smile or, a, you know, just a quick little, you know, how you doing or something like that, just little things like, you know, to bring into your, into your environment and the people that you connect with, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of difference. Mm. You know? Um. So yeah, no, that's great. Um, you, you that's could, really, really nice. You could nice. say that it's a small step into, uh, you know, shifting a, the the paradigm in someone's day. There's that for a segue? Because here it we does. go. 
It definitely is like that. You remember these things. You think about it yourself when when a shop assistant or someone you know you know says something really nice about it. You you remember that stuff for mm. quite a few hours after engaging that person. Whereas whereas if someone is like robotic or yeah, you know, well, it's the difference between uh, the next time you go back to that shop or whatever and and you, you've, you've interacted with that nice person, you're going to go out of your way to want to be served by that same person. Like, you'll go and line up in their queue sort of thing. And you'll be like, oh, I like this person. They, they're going to, they make me feel good. I'm going to go back and see them and, and respond kindly to them this time. And, you know, yeah. Um, I like hearing a lot of stories too about people, um, you know, um, I'm in the, the Logan 411, sorry, my neighborhood 4118 Facebook group, you know, and there's a lot of, negative stuff up there you know people breaking into homes and all that sort of stuff but I, I like to keep my tabs on what's going on in the neighborhood but there's a quite often there's a lot of people who will go through there's a Zarafa's coffee place just near me on Browns Plains Road and um a lot of times people will go through there they'll order their drinks and stuff and they'll they're quite often they'll say I'll pay for the, the person behind me because so many times like at least once a week i reckon someone's putting up there going oh big thanks to the person who who paid for my coffees and you know as we were coming through the drive-thru i didn't know who you are but thank you so much and you know like you know we'll we'll, we'll promise to do it to someone else as well one day you know they they it's just really nice to hear those stories that people are doing that for other people just out of the kindness of their own heart you know like yeah just yeah put their bill on mine as well don't know who they are but i'll pay for their coffees you know like just little things like that it man it can change someone's outlook on a day you know, it can make you feel really good. It can change everything in one day. You know, you could be so depressed, having a shit day. And someone does something like that for you, bang! You you've altered your state of mind, and it can be really positive. You know, so little little positivity, paying it forward to other people too. I think that's important as well. If you get something nice happen to you, pay it forward. Do something nice for someone else. You know, it's really good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And collectively, this is how we get out of. Where we've Andy, that's, the, the downward spiral that we've been going in so in the last true. three or four years, especially. So this true. is the only way going out of it. Yep. Waiting for politicians to help us, <laughs> it'll never ever happen. It's gotta <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta happen from our own hearts and collectively as a community. Yep. And and outwards it goes. So it's it's that's the only, only way. Yeah. Yeah. 100% mate so how many times 100%. I've actually had little conversations with some of my customers and yeah they'll be bitching about something that's happening about the government or whatever and um, you know I'll often say things like you know yeah well I'll be like well they're not going to do anything about it because it's that's the next administration's problem you know what I mean and they said when they, when they get in it's the next administration's problem you know what I mean like it's just how they operate it's they're not going to deal with it that's, yeah. it's the next mob that's going to deal with it when they get voted out or whatever it's their problem you know we're, we're just going to be here and spend all the money and do nothing <laughs> so it's like if you want something done you gotta yeah. do it yourself you know like you know take things on board and change things for the better for your own for, you know, for yourself so yeah yes like i said before mate it's uh the government it's, in, yeah no go sorry. it's just the government in my opinion is like a is like the you know i've said this before on the show it's like the mob right so you've got the mafia the mob and and you you pay them protection money each month to keep your shop window you know from being broken yep. in it's like complaining about the mob not doing enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. It's ridiculous. It, it's like, you know, so the only way of changing that, that, that community and stuff is the people in the community. It's not the, it's not the mafia or the mob or the criminal, 
you know, like overlap of the of the country there. Like it, it's, they're doing their job because they're criminals, right? Mm. So it's just it's up to the people to do it, and that's and that's the only way. Stop, stop looking at the government for anything other than stealing from you, and you'll get an idea on what's going on, and mm. and, the, and put your energy into the right places. That's where that's you need it. to start. That's it, mate. Putting your energy in the, into the right places, couldn't you? Well done. Um, nail on the head there, brother. That's exactly what people need to realize they've got to do. And that's, yeah, that is probably one of the only ways out of this is putting your energy in the right place. Oh, there he is. G'day, mate. <laughs> You're on camera now. Hey. <laughs> oh, didn't mean that. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he comes and he goes. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. All right, so like I said before, it's all about a paradigm shift, mate. And what's coming up soon uh, in June is the Paradigm Shift Summit. Now, you've attended one of these. I think it was on the Gold Coast, the last one you attended. Uh, I'm not sure when it was. Like. <laughs> yeah, some. Oh, they, they sort of... Once Anthony O'Flynn's a mate of mine, and, um, and he runs the, the Paradigm Shift, and he's a really, really good bloke. And, yeah, I think I follow um, him on Facebook, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, really really good fella uh yeah it's sort of it it's had a quiet period over the um covid scam mm. and um because of course they've got to do it in in big function centers and in hotels and stuff mm. and of course it, it was all too hard during all of that nonsense so so yeah but it's back and and um yeah you've got some news um to share with us i do so um over at um tottnews.com hopefully everyone uh, who listens to this show is subscribed over there even just to get um, anything that Ethan publishes will go straight to your inbox um, if you're not already or remember over there as well please head on over and, and join up um, because like we showed you before you're getting nothing out of the mainstream the alternative media is where it's at um, and Ethan is one of the best hence why he has been asked to be one of the keynote speakers over there at the next Paradigm Shift Summit on the Sunshine Coast in June uh, 17th to the 19th of June this year. Uh, so let's go through this. Here we go. Everyone, of course, knows Ethan from the show. Uh, this event is a three-day conference taking place between the 17th and 19th at the Mantra at, uh, on Malulabar Beach. Beautiful spot up there, folks. If you haven't been, get up there. An array of speakers will be discussing many thought-provoking topics, including spirituality, the unknown cosmos, 5D ascension, navigating the Great Awakening, and more. I guarantee you the Navigating the Great Awakening will most likely be Ethan's um, thing that he's talking about. Uh, oh no, here we go. Sorry, <laughs> I spoke too soon. <laughs> I will be speaking on the role of free thinkers in the future of humanity, uh, including the fact that we have eyes to see for beautiful reasons and can create a better world for all. Uh, why attend? Join a movement that has uh, is at the forefront of of the transformation of human consciousness connect with like-minded individuals from all over Australia, as well as international guests hear cutting edge presentations from pioneers of the paradigm shift, accelerate your own evolution in this inspiring and uplifting environment, learn tools and techniques to assist in your own awakening. Mate, I reckon Andy, we should get together and go to this thing. I reckon this should be good. Um, the Paradigm Shift Summit seeks to assist in the creation of, the, of a new earth based on love, peace, compassion, equality, freedom, liberty, knowledge, and more. Oh, sorry, and true wisdom as we make the transition to a higher, more elevated level of consciousness. 
I will be on stage for roughly 45 minutes or so, and the 2023 Summit will also feature a live Q&A session. This is your opportunity to ask me and other speakers questions during fun, informal, and interactive sessions. I hope to see some of you there for what should be a great experience. Absolutely. Uh, tickets, so the link to buy the tickets there as well, um, and a bit of a video about the paradigm shift, so please head on over and uh, check that out over at Ethan's website again. The link will be in the show notes if you're keen. Um, yeah, I reckon that's... I would love to go to that, actually. I haven't actually been to one yet. You have. What? Uh, tell me what you get out of there, man. You give us a bit of a rundown on um, on the paradigm shift that you've um, attended. So they have all sorts um, of speakers uh, that ranging in alternative conversations. Um, uh, everything from, you know, uh, sacred, sacred geometry, um, uh, alternative news, of course, um, alien type information, um, uh, interdimensional stuff, uh, information about crystal power, um, Gosh, we, um, had, we had a guest. Yeah, ancient technology. Yeah, didn't we had a guest? Didn't we have um, what was her name? Was it Maria something? Um, we had her on a guest. Remember from on the on the bonus show, bonus content show. She was um, one of the speakers. I think. Oh, that, a of, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, the one you attended, and you sort of said, "Oh, would you like to come on the show?" And yeah, we did a bit of a show with her as well. That was it. That was a good conversation. That was very interesting, actually. Um, shit, yeah. here we go. I've actually got the page loaded here. Let's have a quick look. I'm going to scroll back a little bit because we've done quite a few bonus content shows. I'm up to number 43 at the moment. So, Plus, I also put up... Here we go, folks, just so you know. I've done 43 bonus content shows. There is also a video version of every general knowledge podcast uh, we do um, from up when we started doing videos. Uh, other little updates. I've got original podcasts I did from years ago loaded on there for people. Um, lots of stuff, really cool. So if anyone's interested in any of that sort of stuff, of course, head over to my Patreon or over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash General Maddox. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia is the uh, the other one. Um, let's see if I'm going to scroll a little bit here. Just going to wait for it to load, but we'll get there. We'll get there. There we go. Bonus show number six, November 2020, Andy. Awaken your soul with Marie Lepret. That's That's who we had on. That was a good conversation. Mm. Um, yeah, look, if you're going, I'll, if you're really keen, if you and you and um, the wife are keen to go, I think we'll um, Billy will be keen as well. We can, we'll go, we'll do it. The the only thing that, um, I've got to be wary of. Let me just go back to where the date was, seventeenth to the nineteenth of June. Give me one second here, because. Um, I think a lot of listeners probably know this already, but I also, my son plays rugby league and I'm actually the coach of the team as well. So um, I do have a responsibility to make sure I've, uh, am at these games and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I can't just not be there. Um, I've got a list of them. Okay. Yeah. Let me just check. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I'll, I'll just double check where it is. Anyway, we can I, talk about it off there. Yeah, we will. I don't want to sit there and... We'll see, we'll see, we'll see if the universe connects with it. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully go. everything lines up and it's something that um, it's it's when the season's finished and stuff because I'm pretty sure ours only runs till about there. Oh, here we go. I've got the picture right here. Ah, no, no. 17th and 19th. Now, uh, still got three more rounds after that. 
So unfortunately, depending on when they are and what time of the day it is, um, yeah, anyway, I may not be able but to go. If, That's mean, all right. If any, any of your listeners are on the edge of it, like it's a very, very good event. If, um, if you're a listener to this show, then this Paradigm event will be right up your alley. And oh, you'll absolutely. Love it. You'll have a great time. Yeah. And um, you just connect with like really really good like-minded people and make lasting friendships that will that you can carry away from the from the conference and yeah it's it's a good it's a good feel thing to do yeah and worth every cent so if you can afford it then i really highly recommend the paradigm shift all right let me just um we'll just we'll just cue this up for the for the people listening and watching um give me one sec i'll just load this and we'll go full screen I've got to play the audio through my phone though, unfortunately. Here we go. Wake up on the screen. Remember who you are. Paradigm shift. Raise your vibration. Mother Earth is shifting. Are you shifting with her? Earth equals heart. The awakening is accelerating. The time is now. Transform. A new earth. Ascension. We live in epic times. Shine your light. There we go. 
that's for the uh, members out there. Had a bit of a watch of that, a bit of a listen, so they know what it's all sort of about there. Pretty, uh, pretty exciting. Should be good. Um, fuck, I love to go. But anyway, if any listeners out there, like Andy was saying before, anyone who listens to the show would probably really enjoy this sort of event. Um, so yeah, try and get along. Uh, like I said, you're, our boy Ethan's up there. Um, going to be doing a wonderful talk, and everyone loves everything he's got to say on the show. So uh, it should be wonderful. Um, all right, moving on, Ando, let's just switch gears a little bit here. So I've got some information. People have been coming to me on, um, Telegram and messaging me and things like this, talking about how they're a bit worried. All right. MRNA vaccines being used in Australian livestock. This, um, does seem to be a bit of a worry for people because we know that, um, I'm not authorized to access this page apparently. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's not uh, not good. It's it, it it's passing through to people who are then consuming the meat is the is the fear or any of the products that we're getting from animals as well. Um, and I was a bit a bit miffed that, or maybe this is a little bit of talk. It's not really happening. I mean, we're seeing a lot of again a bit of fear about it, saying, oh, you know. They're going to give COVID, uh, sorry, not COVID, they're going to give mRNA technology injections to livestock and it's going to get into this in the system and blah, blah, blah. We need to find, you know, growers and producers that aren't going to do these vaccines and buy from them and all that. And look, I was a bit sort of, uh, I wasn't sure if this was really happening and stuff, but mate, it's definitely a go. This is the shit that they're, they're looking at doing. They are already doing it mRNA vaccine technology being used. So here we go. Queensland government, uh, Queensland cabinet and ministerial directory, Queensland backs efforts to fight lumpy skin disease with new vaccines. This was published October last year. Um, so LSD, lumpy skin disease. I've never even heard of lumpy skin disease. Didn't even know that was affecting cattle and stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure it says in here that they are going to use this type of technology. Uh, I read this now. I can't remember where I saw it. There we go. There it is. Uh, Using existing vaccines here would result in losing our disease-free status. A new mRNA vaccine would have the advantages of being potentially safer with capacity for rapid development and lower cost manufacturing, helping to protect good jobs in Queensland's nation-leading livestock industries. Um, so there we go. They're intending on, you know, getting into the, uh, MRNA vaccine technology for use in livestock. Um, not good there. So what's the next one here? This is an op-ed over at Meat and Livestock Australia, uh, op-ed investing in vaccine development strategy to protect our industry. Um, Meat and Livestock Australia is the the one that's produced this one here and have they got anything here we go mrna vaccines we're also investing in cutting edge science to boost industry's preparedness having selected a vaccine for lumpy skin disease as the first topic of research into mrna vaccines we are working for so working with a range of research partners on this initiative the basic premise of mrna vaccine is that it uses a small piece of genetic material from the pathogen the mrna to generate the response the uh, this makes the vaccine quick to produce and does not have any possible chance of causing the disease itself 
Yeah, right. Uh, it is important to note that a new vaccine would need to go through regulatory approvals. In the future, this may be able to expand to investments to do the same for FMD. Uh, using The use of these vaccines in the event of an outbreak would be considered as part of the national strategic response overseen by the federal government through the Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry. Um, so isn't that interesting? The use of these vaccines in the event of an outbreak would be considered part of the national strategic response. Hmm. I guess that's a quick way of getting everyone on board with having these uh, mRNA vaccines for livestock is if there's an outbreak and they say, well, yeah, any livestock, you got to have them. University of Queensland, UQ vaccine research targets lumpy skin disease. Uh, here we go. Foot and mouth disease, FMD, that's what that one is. So over the past few years, lumpy skin disease has spread through China, Vietnam, Thailand, Malaysia to reach the northern Indonesian island of Sumatra just months ago. Well, all of these are... So when it says China, it's probably the southernmost parts of China, I would imagine. Vietnam, Thailand, Malaysia. These are all very tropical areas, yeah? And subtropical areas. These areas, when you have cattle in these areas, obviously they get... They can be very... Um, they can fall, you know, fall subject to these infections, Andy, in these tropical areas, mainly because of the climate and the weather and stuff. Like in Australia, you don't really see meat producers in the in the very very far north, do you, mate? Like cattle and dairy and meat producers are very oh, much in the cooler, you know, more southern parts of the country, right? Because growers and you know producers know that those conditions up there aren't good for them because they can be susceptible to a lot of these tropical born sort of diseases and things because cattle aren't used to being in those areas. You know, it's not natural for them to be in those, in those areas. So that's probably one of yeah. the reasons why they're getting, you know, conditions like this. It's probably bacterial or something, you know, getting into the skin or whatever due to the humidity, high humidity and all that sort of stuff. So it's probably, I reckon it's probably more to do with that. That's just me, you know, to me, that makes sense. That just seems like common sense to me. These cattle aren't normally in these areas, you know? So, um, yeah. Where have we got here? So, uh, I'm pretty sure that, yeah. So, like the current COVID 19 immunizations, there is no single dose mRNA vaccine, and where mustering and weather are complex, multi dose technologies for cattle are not user friendly. Uh, there's also difficulty differentiating between infected and vaccinated animals. So we've designed what we think is a novel antigen that will only initiate immune response in vaccinated animals. This could accelerate the return to disease-free status for trading after an outbreak. So that's what it's all they're all worried about, of course, is if there's a, a disease outbreak, then we can't send our meat overseas and all sorts of stuff because it has we don't have a disease-free status for the country. Uh, at the same time... Uh, these scientists are working on in-field diagnostics similar to the COVID-19 rat tests, which are all fucking bullshit anyway, uh, to enable biosecurity authorities to start control methods as early as possible if an outbreak is detected. Uh, so that's what the agenda is behind it, is of course to make sure that the industry doesn't take a hit, you know, because a lot of obviously a lot of big money, big money, mate, big money in uh, meat production and all that sort of shit, it's big business. Um, but again, I would definitely liken that to 
being typically out of where cattle would normally be, you know, um, and falling victim to this sort of stuff. Uh, here we go. What's this one? This is out of uh, beefcentral.com. Ag department reviewing overseas vaccines for lumpy skin disease. There is currently no lumpy skin disease vaccine approved for Australia, according to the Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment. The department says it's currently reviewing overseas vaccines to identify uh, if any could be used on an emergency permit. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing here, but basically, I'm sure they mention it here. Where is it? I scanned these like it was too long ago when I read these. But anyway, they're basically all talking about how mRNA is what's going to be the best way to do it all. Cheaper, uh, apparently more effective, you know. Haven't we heard that before? Safe and effective for all the cattle, of course. <sighs> Considering that, what are they? All the um, animal trials, uh, Andy, when they were doing the COVID-19 uh, tests, pretty sure they all died, or most of them died, you know. Um it's unbelievable. Yeah, and and so what are we seeing also happening? What's what's all um, you know Billy Gates uh, promoting? He's promoting the lab growing meat, isn't he, Andy? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, there's always some distraction. There's always it's just yeah. Well, I think what the idea is, if you I mean, end up injecting or forcing everyone around the globe to inject their cattle with mRNA technology and stuff, then and we have a mass die-off or whatever, and they're going to be there with the solution, which is, oh, don't worry, we can grow meat in a lab, and that maybe that'll take off. Who knows? But it sounds like he's trying to cover all bases. He's probably invested in these vaccines, and yet he's also investing in the, the lab-grown meat stuff as well. So, you know, he's covering all his bases there. But um, it does definitely seem to be, it could be a, a big hit to the industry. And, and I don't see this disease, I've never, in, in, in even in driving around, like going, you go for a drive up to Toowoomba or whatever, and you see cattle in the fields or whatever, mate, they all look great. They don't look sick and, you know, lumpy skin disease and all this sort of shit. They look fine. There's nothing wrong with them. Again, I think this is due to the tropical conditions where these countries are trying to raise cattle and, and to rear these, these animals. And, um, yeah, they're very susceptible to a lot of the waterborne perhaps you know bacterial vir not viruses but uh, bacterial diseases and things that can be caused uh in these areas where these poor animals aren't really supposed to be in these areas what do you think yeah look yeah i mean yeah tropical diseases are the things that ravage png um mm -hmm. you know so like in regards to uh, cattle it's, it's no surprise at all that it's it's a big issue but um I don't know. I mean, cattle, cattle farms like in in like North Queensland. Correct me if I'm wrong. Have been going on for a long, long time. Mm. I don't understand why suddenly now that this this vaccine world has has to roll out in you know on top of them as well. Just anyway, I just like a lot of this stuff. I'm smelling a big dirty rat. So. Yeah, well, it does. It definitely does seem to be the way they're going. Andy is wanting to inject mRNA technology into into the food supply. Um, I'm just over here at CorbettReport.com, and even James has done a you know a bit of a podcast, questions for Corbett, talking about the same thing. He's got a lot of links there as well. To like, look at all these. These are all just links to all the ones that he's been able to put with his show notes. 
with regards to mRNA vaccine technology you know, in various uses. Uh, you know, Bayer partners with BioNTech to develop mRNA vaccines and drugs for animal health. mRNA vaccines in livestock and companion animals are now are here now. Um, you know, they've been doing this for a long time. Uh, DNA vaccines in veterinary use. New South Wales fast tracks mRNA, foot and mouth disease and lumpy skin disease vaccines. Let's see what this one comes up to. I wonder if this is the one I tried to load before. Yeah, it is too. Same one, but it won't load that page for some reason. New South Wales government has removed access to that page. Isn't that funny? They don't want people talking about it, eh? Um, what else we got? USA Today fact check. False claim about mandatory mRNA vaccines. Deaths in Australian cattle. False claim, hey? I think you might have talked about that and blown away the fact check. We won't go through that one, but there we go. I'll put a link to Corbett's links here in the show notes so anyone can have a watch. Probably listen to his. goes about 40 minutes, that episode. I do remember that episode from a while ago now. I think I did listen to it. Um, it's ringing a bell now. But yeah, there we go. So people are worried about it. And I mean, again, not to cause panic and fear and stuff, but um, we definitely did not want this, the COVID-19 mRNA technology injected into us, uh, Andy. We avoided it at all costs. And what were we chatting about just before we started recording as well, mate? How we're even we're noticing even more people who are being damaged by these things as well. You, what, remember what you were saying uh, at the beginning, mate? You were starting to tell me a bit of a story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just just you know, in the community, the people that I'm bumping into, just like a lot of reports of very very strange, you know, adverse reactions and a, and a lot of sudden deaths with people that I'm. You know, who knows someone, someone connected with family or something like that, that's getting on. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, it feels like there's a lot of pain out there mm. um, with a lot of families. So, um, yeah, just, it's it's a creepy, bad feeling that I feel and very unnatural things that are going on. Mm. Um, and we all know why. Oh, um, yeah. But it's a real thing out there. Um, and uh, it, it's... Um, let, yeah, let, it's very real and it's very tangible out there. Let me ask you this. What what age group would you say would be the most susceptible to people getting what they what they call shingles? We won't talk about why exactly just yet, but what yeah. age group would you say is would people get shingles at? Uh, it's more like teenagers, um, early 20s, things like that. Oh, I've okay. Heard of a lot of shingles. I, th- um, I thought you were going to say it was going to be the elderly that get it. Actually, <laughs> kind of, oh, kind of well, blew well, apart what I was going to get to then. But <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. Well, in my Sorry. personal, in, like, in my experience, it was always because um, my dad had it like ten years ago. So I was always like, oh, it's it's an because people were like, oh, if you've had chickenpox, then maybe you're susceptible when you get older to shingles. That's what I was always. I always heard, and I always heard of stories of older people getting. I actually never really heard any stories, to be honest, of younger people getting it. But you, you had. That in, that's interesting. Um, yeah, the only definitely. reason why I say it, Andy, is because I, I get a call from the wife on Wednesday, going, "Oh, my sister's just called me, and they've just come back from a holiday from Bali, mind you, too." Which, of course, you need to have the uh, jibby jab to get over into Bali. So, my unfortunately. 
And uh, my other nephew has also had Bell's palsy as well. Oh, came out of the blue. Oh, oh, it was stress-related, apparently. Yeah, sure it was. Sorry, sister-in-law. You're incorrect there. You've unwittingly jabbed your um, yourself, your husband, and your sons. Anyway, so Danielle calls me and she says, Oh, guess what? Uh, I won't say his name, but yeah, um, the younger one has got shingles. I'm like, what? Since when? Like, how is, why is he getting shingles of all things, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, of course, they just come back from Bali. And I reckon they've had their, before they went, they probably made sure that they were all up to date on their shots before they went over. Um, and there you go. Now he's come back and his body's uh, pushing out, trying to, trying to purge itself of whatever toxic substances and things that have been done to it. And he's now got shingles. So, and in a lot of pain, unfortunately, the poor, poor bugger. But you know, we try and warn these people and they know that, you know, they, they know that we're not jabbed up and stuff. And me, my, myself, Danielle and my kids, Hey, look, Andy, we don't get sick. <laughs> we've never had, you know, glandular fever. We're not getting shingles. We're not getting Bell's palsy. You know what I mean? Like we're all fine because we didn't get the jibby jabs in that crazy, mate. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very predictable. Mm. It's just, we've been talking about it for the last four years now. Yeah. So. so, I mean, it is. It's happening to people I mean, close to us. It, it, it may be, yeah. yeah, it's not going to happen to us in, in an immediate sense, hopefully, too much, because uh, it's more that sort of that, you know, one or two steps of uh, separation there. But um, it's definitely happening to people who we know or people who our people know as well. You know what I mean? Um, whether it's death, whether it's severe injury, you know, I just heard the other night at footy, one of the one of the old boys who we know from the club, wonderful old Kiwi fella, you know, he he says to us, oh, yeah, I had a stroke recently. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. He's, he's, and he's all jabbed up as well. Anyway, yeah, just unfortunate. Like, it, it, it's happening. It's happening very, very often and very, very close people to us, you know, in our lives. It's, it's all around us now, this damage that it's happening to. Not good, mate. Not good at all. Yeah, I don't mean Andy. That we'll have to live with. Oh, unfortunately, and, and we're the ones that will be living because we're not getting all the jabs. We just have to, unfortunately, witness the um, carnage around us, which is the sad part. So, um, all I can say, Andy, is we've we've done what we can. You know, we, we've done our part. We've tried to raise the alarm bells. You know, um, yeah. Not much else we can do other than power on and try and remain positive and. Maybe if the people around us can yeah. see how positive we are and um, can see the things that we're into, then maybe it might make them give them pause to uh, to consider our way of thinking and, and our way of life and uh, not falling for the fear. You know what I mean? So I guess, again, that comes down to that's all we can do, mate, is to be positive and, and, you know, turn up to events like this paradigm shift and, you know, listen to what these people have to say and, you know, alter people's mindsets and stuff. So it's encouraging. Let's hope anyone out there who does want to go and is going along, um, maybe try and drag along someone that's, um, say, hey, come up on a weekend away with me and we'll buy you a ticket to this, you know, to this event. You know, I'd love for you to listen to what these people have to say, you know, and you never know. You could yeah. save a life by doing that. Hey, um, just reaching out to people. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah. It's the only way forward. It is. It is, mate. Well said. Anything else you want to add for the show, mate? We might wrap it up otherwise. No, I think we've I think we've covered that nicely. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah, I think you I think you've you know jumped into it 
um, pretty thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just on that mRNA vaccine stuff for livestock and cattle and things, all I would suggest that people do with that, if they are really concerned about things, these things, um, to get on to uh, people that basically uh, aren't jabbing up animals and are basically letting people know that that's what they're doing. I do have a link here. Let me just do a quick scroll. Excuse me, because there are there are meat prov- uh, producers out there, cattle, milk, dairy, whatever, um, that aren't going along with jabbing people, uh, jabbing their cattle. Um, I do, uh, there is a company I wanted to share with the folks out there. So basically, what you got to do is if if you know a bunch of people that are on board with the same thing, uh, same feelings, they don't want to consume meat that's been jabbed up with these COVID nine. Sorry, not COVID. I keep saying COVID nineteen vaccines, mRNA technology. Uh, then I would suggest you um, get together, you know, purchase bulk meat if you're if you are meat consuming people like myself, and this is probably what we'll do as well. And you know, we'll get together, and make a little co-op about it, and um, yeah, we'll buy bulk from these companies, and we'll take our cut, and we'll chip in, and end up probably getting really good quality meat at a lower price that we know isn't tainted, because um, that's literally what we're afraid of is this tainted product that we're um, quite possibly going to be forced to consume. Um, actually, this was an interesting one too. Uh, here we go. Yeah, so this one, I'll just quickly touch on this too. So when this, someone put this up on uh, Twitter, I think, or something. Yeah, it was Twitter. When it comes to our food supply, uh, no diet would be safe from edible vaccines. Because scientists are developing plant-based mRNA vaccines and other types of mRNA vaccines for livestock. This is what I've found so far. Um, so he's got a list of, here we go. List of companies, universities, and laboratories making, experimenting with edible vaccines, mRNA plant-based vaccines, plant-based vaccines, mRNA livestock vaccines, and SARNA livestock vaccines. Uh, here we go. So lots of universities and things in Canada. We've got Kentucky, University of California, research place in New York, Arizona University. Look at these, all these universities all around the US, all looking into this sort of stuff. Portugal. Here we go. One in Australia looking into this. Uh, Delhi in India goes on and on Netherlands you know look at all these places Israel this guy's done a lot of digging to find out who's looking into this type of technology and he's listing all of them Uh, patents for edible vaccines I'm only going to list a few you can find different ones for yourselves he's got lists of patents for edible vaccines Uh, what's the next one here uh now, I'm sure you're all away aware that livestock animals get vaccinated for other things, right? Well, here is what you've all been waiting for. Livestock animals like cattle, swine, poultry, and farmed shrimp, etc. have been getting mRNA vaccinated as early as 2009 during the H1N1 pandemic. But for sure, after 2015. Here's the companies doing it. Harris Vaccine, Alphavax, Merck Health Animal, Genvax Technologies. Oh, and uh, they also mRNA vaccinate your pets with these vaccines. 
specific vaccine platforms are user called uh, Sirovax and Sequivity. These companies are sneaky as hell because they label it as RNA particle vaccines, which are really mRNA vaccines. Uh, the reason it's so hard to find this information, which is because of how they word it, they're basically using double speak, and that makes it extremely difficult to use keyword searches because if you just type in mRNA vaccines for livestock, it won't come up. I literally had to read over 200 plus studies and articles to get little fragments of information from each one, which then led me to other studies and articles, and then led me to company descriptions and their vaccine technologies. GenVax Technologies is now a new startup which is looking to produce new generation mRNA vaccines called SARNA vaccines, which stands for self-amplifying RNA vaccines. They are also called Replicon vaccines. This is the same people that made the Harris vaccine and will be used, uh, sorry, and will be directly used for livestock as well. Research epizootic epidemics and zoonotic diseases. Uh, skip this one. Not surprising at all, but the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has been funding edible vaccine research for over 15 years. I'm sure when these biotech companies and pharma, big pharma, sorry, biopharmaceutical companies are privately traded and funded, it'll be usually by BlackRock or Vanguard Group, Monsanto and Bayer from what I found. These types of scientists also want to use edible vaccines for astronauts at the space station because I'll only take, I'll only take weeks to grow and they won't have to worry about cold chain management and refrigeration issues. I also found market size predictions and growth statistics for edible vaccines between 2023 and 2028 on MarketWatch. Now, lastly, some edible vaccines can be killed in our stomach acid while others can get into our bloodstream through the small intestine and trigger an immune response. The same rules apply to high temperature cooking. I hope this information was helpful. So, wow, full on. I'll um, I'll try and put a link to those in the show notes as well. Um, is this the one I was trying to see? What's this one? Oh no, sorry, wrong one. Someone did put a picture of it up here in my Telegram. Folks, if you want to join my Telegram, um, you can look me up at General underscore Maddox on Telegram and I'll, um, I can invite you into the group. It is closed. I basically have to vet people before they come in. So we're not getting spied on. Uh, give me one see If I can't find it, I'll put a link to it in the um, in the show notes as well. It is, it's an image, I think, with a website as well of a company that's doing this... Uh, mRNA free vaccinated, you know, not doing their vaccines on these uh, livestock and stuff. God, I wish I knew who posted it. I'll have to find it and I'll put it back up. Anyway, probably taking me too too long to scroll and people are listening to me. Anyway, that's all right. I'll um, include it in the show notes when I find it. I'll make sure I do that while it's uploading. But there we go, folks. So there are people out there that are doing it. And that's what I would suggest you do as well. Get together, form a little co-op or something with people in your local area or talk to your neighbors and say, yeah, look, just so you know, they're putting this shit in cattle and it's going to go into us. It will get into us through the small intestine. Um, Best way to do it is to prime producers that aren't doing it. Hey, I know a guy. Would you like to uh, buy some meat direct from him? And it's the only way around it, I I think, folks. Uh, There will be more of them popping up, I guess, if... uh, if they do realize that it's a, a viable business and they'll make some money out of it. So, yeah, support these type of people. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you 
very much to all the listeners and supporters of the show. Again, you can head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia is the uh, Patreon website. Join up over there or over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash General Maddox. I actually had a bloody scam email come through the other day saying it was from buy me a coffee and that my page was getting suspended for a breach of blah 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 and to click on this and I'm like what I was just on there it was fine <laughs> son of a bitch so watch out if you if anyone out there who listens who does have a buy me a coffee I'm pretty sure Adam at Cresfolds actually has one so beware of any of those scam emails brother they're, they're getting about but um, there we go thanks very much Andy thanks for coming on for a chat mate um, great to talk to you again mate all the best and we will catch up again soon for ourselves and for right, brother, no worries at all. A new world order.
inside